Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. get this turned down what is going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned in to episode 114 of do rags and boat shoes much love and respect to everybody who listened to both episodes 112 where the players dwell and 113 last week if you haven't listened to that go ahead and listen i dropped two episodes last week just because i took a couple of weeks off because i was still Going through some things, um, battling this sinus infection, and then it was just busy as hell at work, you know, putting in about 60 plus hours at work um, due to the Super Bowl and things of that sort. So just coming home tired and working sick is some bullshit. You know, I shouldn't have put myself in that position. I had sick time, but you know, it's the beginning of the year. You really want to kind of use that sick time as vacation time. So I'm just being greedy, but I should you know pay attention to what i say at the end of the show you know health over wealth you know without your health you can't enjoy your wealth but i'm just being money hungry so i apologize for that and that affected everything outside you know of the plantation the first plantation because i wasn't getting shit done at home i'm trying to get caught up on things that i have to do around the house like little uh, home improvement projects and shit like that so i'm way behind there and you know the hooping sessions are you know now back in effect now and it's just man just missed out on a lot of good things you know i should have just took a week off and rested and you know and let my body fight this thing but you know i was just thinking about that almighty dollar which a lot of us you know do think about and a lot of us aren't in the position to have sick time you know a lot of us have to use vacation time or just take unpaid days off um so i don't know i was just being greedy and stupid so hopefully y'all had a great valentine's day um hopefully y'all did some fly shit you know if you single or whatnot you know don't feel bad around valentine's day because you know what comes after it you know a few weeks later is that tax return season so we're in that tax return season so um what did i do for v-day with the wife um we went to a, that nice restaurant de la costa uh, we celebrated this past weekend so we went to de la costa and um it's a mediterranean restaurant and you know italian food uh stuff around the mediterranean sea it's just like, like a hybrid of italian foods and things like that so we got a uh, bottle of prosecco they had they had that on tap so we got like a carafe of that and it was real cheap it was only like 28 bucks it was only like 30 bucks something like that and um but i got a drink i forgot what it was called it had some italian name and it was supposed to um you know make you hungry so it's like a before dinner drink to uh i guess expand your stomach and make you hungry or some shit like that so i got that and it was very bitter it tasted like battery acid you know like how you lick a, like a nine volt battery that's how it tasted but i powered through because the damn drink was like eight dollars so i powered through and drunk that um 
we started off with a uh with we had some fly ass appetizers we had like tiger shrimp and it was like these big ass shrimp that was cooked perfectly you know how uh, a lot of places overcook they shrimp where they, they just taste like rubber where they have the, the uh, texture of rubber this place uh you know it cooked it perfectly you know they didn't overcook them and uh you know there was these big ass shrimp uh had some great italian seasoning on it and this oil and it came with this big ass bread i don't know what it's called i know my wife gonna kill me but it was this big ass bread that looked like cornbread and it and you thought it was gonna fill you up but it was very airy um it looked like cornbread but it kind of had that consistency of a ciabatta bread you know if y'all ever fucked with like paninis and shit like that but before you know you press down on the you know on your panini grill or whatever uh it, it's uh, very airy like ciabatta bread and then you sopped up the oil with that bread and boy that was hitting boy that was hitting it came in like a cast iron skillet that was delicious then we did a traditional like meat and cheese platter and uh you know it had like the prosciutto on there and it had a bunch of different cheeses prosciutto is like a pork a salty pork and uh so that was really good especially with the prosecco and uh which is a white like kind of sparkling wine um uh but and then we did the main courses uh the wife did like a lobster linguine with uh scallops in it and then i did uh veal and apple ravioli right so i'm like oh this shit about to be off the chitang so the wife gets hers i get mine and um you know hers was good hers was okay that lobster was a little bit overcooked um and the, the noodles could have used some more sauce but other than that it was straight and then mine it was like it was nigga it was like five raviolis on the damn on the damn uh on this big ass bowl and then the veal was like uh cooked hard like little pieces of bacon so i'm like god damn and then so i'm thinking it's gonna be like in a red sauce or maybe a white sauce came out in like this brown like beef broth sauce and it just and it had this funky blue cheese on it like <coughs> excuse me that blue cheese was funky as hell like that thing been sitting on top of like a heater vent for like shit three years like it was strong but there was only a few crumbles of that but the actual apple ravioli was pretty good but it was just it just threw me off that the veal was like bacon bits or whatever real small and crumbled up and uh but the the atmosphere was great um our main courses we would probably give them like a c minus but as far as the liquor well except for that before dinner drink i had but as far as like the drinks being reasonably priced and everything like they even have wine on tap which is kind of fly you know if you ain't trying to you know ball out and get like a 60 dollar or, or 80 dollar bottle of wine you can just get a carafe it's like 30 bucks you know and you still doing it kind of fly with your lady because we did that prosecco and um and uh we got four glasses a piece of uh prosecco so that wasn't bad at all that wasn't bad at all and then uh well she did four and i did three i believe and uh but so the drinks the drink menu was dope drinks were dope and the um appetizers were amazing so that so it's in the atmosphere is dope real fly so i would say go there for um drinks appetizers and dessert so for dessert we did this uh like this lemon 
a cake thing and it had like some vanilla bean ice cream and uh it the cake came out and it looked like a biscuit and you're like what the fuck like it was hard around the edges but it was moist as fuck inside it was like it's more like a cookie and it but it was really good it was really good and it was only like six seven bucks and it was more than enough for both of us um so that was dope but it, it's one of those places where you would go like on the for the fellas you know or even the ladies you know y'all want to do a first date type thing you know that would be a dope place to go to get to know somebody and just do drinks and appetizers and you know dessert don't do anything off the main menu because it's just a little it's, it's hit or miss you know what i'm saying and uh, you know those platters are a little bit pricier and you're not you, you don't get as much as what you think you're about to get you know what i'm saying like my my thing was i don't know how much that was 20 some bucks you know that ain't bad but you know, for twenty some bucks, it was like twenty three bucks for some ravioli. You think you about and they bring this big ass dish out? You think you're gonna have more than five raviolis on there? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, it'll be a dope place to get to know somebody. You know, get a bottle of wine and you know do like that meat and cheese platter and you know just get a little wine tipsy, a little lusty drunk. You know what I'm saying? And then you know chop it up and then you know maybe order another appetizer and do some dessert so that's that's what we ended up doing and then um we came home i had a nice bottle of wine uh waiting on the wife you know that night i bought it on valentine's day but we we our schedules are just so fucked up um so we <coughs> we celebrated that saturday night and uh and i bought like this uh, shitload of cheeses i didn't know cheese was that damn expensive like i knew it was but i bought like all this whole variety of different kinds of cheeses like, these specialty cheeses like there was one um there was a uh, what, what the fuck was it it was an espresso one a white cheese that was like espresso infused that was pretty dope um, and then there was a, a, a mama's jerk seasoning chick uh, cheese. It was like a white cheddar with like jerk seasoning. And it was good. It didn't go good with the wine, but it would be fly to put that in like a pasta dish. Like either like some kind of crazy jerk mac and cheese with like some chicken in it, like some jerk chicken. And just, you know, kind of use that as uh, in, your, um, in your roux you know but uh it, it, it was it, the seasoning was on point the jerk seasoning was on point it wasn't all you know a lot of these uh places that claim to have was here in omaha a lot of these uh these uh caucasian owned places like to do like jerk wings and shit like that and they have too much fucking cinnamon in it and it's just sweet as hell and you just like man it just seems like somebody sprinkled some cinnamon toast crunch sprinkles on this chicken or some shit like that you know but um yeah and then we had some i can't remember the other kinds of cheese but we had a very very nice bottle of wine and if you know me i really don't fuck with red wine like that because i always get like a headache a bad headache and like in the frontal lobe but this was very a very pricey bottle and uh man like i got that that nice lusty drunk you know that nice wine drunk off of it but i didn't wake up with a headache the next day i wasn't dehydrated and um and it, it was fucking good it was very smooth it wasn't it I, I don't think it was a blend it might have been a blend but it wasn't like dry and scratchy it didn't scratch my throat it was smooth 
and uh, it just went down so damn easy. But it had a high alcohol uh, alcohol content. That motherfucker crept up on me after that first glass. I was like, oh shit, okay, this is what we're doing. We're gonna do it. But um, let me stop ranting and raving about what I did though. But yeah, we had and we had, my wife had a game on her phone that you know asked like intimate questions and things like that and you know uh it was one of those things where you know you know the answers to it but it's just good to hear it you know what i'm saying and and, and ask some questions that you really haven't thought about before and i can't f- remember the app that she used but uh let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen that's enough about my damn life but uh you know rest in peace to malcolm x you know this is his uh anniversary death date you know so to speak and you know what's fucking ironic about today fucking billy graham died on the same day as malcolm x ain't that some bullshit (laughs) if you don't know the irony in that go listen to the ballad of the bullet and uh malcolm x puts it so eloquently uh speaking about billy graham preaching white nationalism white being a white nationalist and how having a white uh jesus up in the church and if a black church has a white jesus in there they're preaching white nationalism white nationalism also and um it's just funny that billy graham would die on the same day as fucking you know as our brother malcolm just i mean you can't you can't make this shit up right and a lot of folks are saying on social media that Billy Graham is probably rotten in hell because he is a bigot. Uh, he's, a, he's, he's a homophobe and, you know, and uh, he hid behind uh, the Bible to, uh, you know, to preach his own beliefs and things like that, which a lot of preachers do. And, uh, you know, he donated money to Trump. And uh, it was it was weird for me to see uh, former President Barack Obama, number 44, to uh, send out his condolences and recognize Billy Graham because uh, Billy Graham was with the shits, him and his son, against President Obama during the 2012 elections when uh, Mitt Romney was running. You know, Mitt Romney is a Mormon, and on Billy Graham's website, his evangelical website, he had uh, Mormons listed under a cult, the same as uh, Muslims, too. And then... uh, he was dealing with bum ass uh, Dinesh D'Souza too uh, back in those uh, back in 2012, and then all of a sudden he met with uh, um, Mitt Romney, and then he took Mormonism or Mormons off of the the uh, the, uh, the listing of cults under his website. A lot of people don't remember that because it was what six fucking years ago, six seven years ago, uh, back in 2011, 2012. I think it's 2012, and. Um, yeah it's just and then how they were talking about how obama was a muslim um uh and they were backing dinesh d'souza's uh claims that uh you know president obama wanted to uh build this uh this african utopia and uh was trying to uh tag off you know kind of piggyback off of dreams of my father and uh, talking about that he wanted to create this Islamic radical state and all this other shit. And Dinesh D'Souza is a piece of shit. Um, he is. Like, have y'all seen what he's been tweeting about uh, with these, uh, these these kids down in Florida who survived the shooting? And a lot of these students, they're, they're with the shits. You know, they're they're holding these politicians to the fire. They're like thousands of students are walking out of schools. They're holding lions right now. A uh, town hall meeting is going on and they're holding Marco Rubio dumbass to the flame. 
and it just seems like the bar has been lowered so much so much you know for republicans because i i i i i kind of liked marco rubio uh, before Trump got in office, like during the uh, Republican debates and things like that, I wanted him to come out as the, the front runner. I, I really did want him to come out as the Republican front runner. He had some decent ideas um, about, you know, where to take America. Um, I didn't agree with everything that he said, but I felt like he was the most qualified to come up out of the Republican camp. But uh, it just seems like the bar has been lowered by uh, the Cheeto in chief that uh just showing up to a town hall meeting it has the the the, the uh, commentators and the news media just like oh my god oh my god you know just like for him doing his fucking job because the bar has been just lowered just heavily just because uh what this past weekend president trump went golfing to uh, mar-a-lago i believe or one of his resorts in uh, florida and he you know, he really didn't have too much to say about what was going on with this shooting, right? And, uh, but yeah, Dinesh D'Souza has been tweeting just vile, despicable things, uh, in response to these kids showing up and, uh, you know, trying to do what they can, you know, to change these politicians' minds and to, uh, change adults' minds. And he's just, just tweeting out vile shit and it just shows that you can be the color of a fucking brown crayon or sierra crayon and you can still be out here helping the system of white supremacy thrive because he thinks that he is the whitest of the whites uh what's that one guy's name uh bobby jindale what, what is his name that guy who changed his name he's another one and he had a painting up and uh he's a governor i believe maybe and uh, he had a painting. This is another Indian guy, uh, a red dot. And he was uh, he had a painting and he had it lightened up of himself. Uh, just and, you know, it, oh, my God, it's tough to talk about these coons because coons come in every fucking race. Just every race has some coons that want to just get so close to white supremacy that they think they're going to have a seat at the table. And it's disgusting. Yeah, that, that nigga's name was Bobby Jindale. Yeah, but uh, look up, just Google search uh, Bobby Jindale painting, and you'll see two. One from a constituent that got him looking like the dad from Modern Family, as it said in the BuzzFeed article. And then, uh, then look at his official uh, governor portrait, and he, he's looking pretty bright-skinned there, too. And that man is the color of fucking Donkey Kong. Okay, but yeah, Dinesh D'Souza is just a piece of shit. Uh, like there was a um, there was a tweet that uh, said that there's an AP photo of school shooting survivors watching Florida lawmakers vote down a bill to ban assault rifles, and it's you know it's some kids crying, and Dinesh D'Souza fucking uh, tweets or quotes the tweet and says worst news since their parents told them to get summer jobs you know just making light of the situation of children dying and children trying to make a change in the world right now you know just just a fucking weirdo but uh yeah billy graham was back in dinesh d'souza and this is when he was trying to push a book uh, uh obama's america i believe he was working on it at the time in the 2012 election and uh, he was making some very racist claims, uh, you know, shitting on Africa, uh, saying that uh, President Obama was born in Kenya and all this other shit. And uh, so fuck Billy Graham. 
I can, I can say that from the bottom of my heart. You know, fuck him. And, uh, you know, it's just so ironic with him passing away, you know, uh, during the same day as Malcolm X. Just just wild. Just some wild shit. But let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. I'm tired of talking about Indian coons and a bigot hiding behind uh, Jesus and the Bible. But uh, what's going on with Black China and Fergie? Baby, what is y'all doing? Well, if y'all been sleeping up under a rock, Black China had this video of her her sex tape leaked, and um, she was sucking on that dick like she was, you know, sucking on a bitter popsicle or something. Like she didn't taste some battery acid, or like the dick had a bunch of dick cheese around the the, the foreskin, and and it smelled funny, you know. And I was just like, Black China. You got, you know, you done paid for a lot of enhancements on your body. There's no talent there. And you don't know how to, you don't know what that mouth do. You know, and even when she was getting that pipe, it just looked very lackluster. It looked like your mans was out here uh, having sex with a damn uh, uh, android or something. You know, with inflated cheeks, inflated yeeks. And uh, it was very sad to see. And I know a lot of brothers was heartbroken out here. And uh, Rob, you ain't missing out on much. I mean, you got a beautiful baby girl out the situation. But as far as that bedroom game, I don't know what she put on you to have you out here tripping like that. Because uh, she was not working nothing. She didn't flip it down or reverse it. She didn't do shit. And that was, oh, oh I felt bad watching that. I felt bad watching that sex tape. I really did. I really did. It was... It was like, damn. A moment of silence for that. We we had to do that. And then Fergie, uh, I don't know what will I am. You know, I have to uh, give you so much credit for what you do in the, uh, you know, uh, post-production. Because uh, when she was singing that national anthem, uh, butchering it. It just sounded like uh, when people tweet a hit dog will holler, uh, that's the noise that comes out. That's the, that is the damn noise that comes out. And, uh, you know, I was going to have both of y'all hold this L, but we have something a little bit more important. Okay. Um, so let's see what else is going on. There's some good news uh, going on for uh, Black Omaha. Omaha. Um, so the uh, there was kind of a state of the union address uh, or state of the, of the city address that the mayor had and she had a couple of things that stuck out to me and uh, the media is picking up on this um, she is uh, mirroring other a couple other cities that will start paying the homeless to uh, beautify the city which is so fire it's so dope I don't know if I spoke about this on a podcast or I was just telling some folks about it, um, just shooting the shit with my people. I, I can't remember. But um, so what the plan is, is actually to uh, she's the, the city is going to team up with the Salvation Army and uh, they will pay homeless people nine dollars an hour for them to be out here beautifying the city. And that's that, that's actually pretty fucking dope, if you ask me. Um, you know, I don't agree with everything uh, Mean Gene has to say, but this is an excellent thing because right now we have a slew of hustlers out here hustling on these goddamn medians. 
So uh, the city passed an ordinance uh, for people to not be on medians. But you know what's crazy? You seeing these signs uh, like uh, south of Dodge. So on the Dodge Street, uh, 72nd and Dodge, you see it all on the medians. You know, you could catch a fine of up to or something or it's an unauthorized uh, standing on the median or something like that. There's a sign warning you not to be out here panhandling because we for the past what year and a half, almost two years, we've been had just the influx of people that I ain't never seen before. And I'll be all through the through the towns here. Um, through the metropolitan area uh, I've There's so many people I've never seen before Just out here panhandling I remember there was a guy Out here panhandling in some clean ass Air Maxes uh, Where you get on 75 North Off of the uh, Dodge Street uh, Over there by the old KETV um, Exit uh, Over there by the old news station And by Dino Storage And down the street from Um uh, the insurance place I forgot what it's called But yeah he was in there with some clean air Air Maxes on And he out here talking about anything helps I, I, I guess so with them clean ass Air Maxes You got on clean ass jeans Clean ass track jacket And then there was a guy Who uh, who was out on 132nd And Dodge And uh, he just be clean In a pair of fucking Air Monarchs um, talking about anything else, just standing there. You got to be bold to stand out there because that is a typical white flight area out there on 132nd and Dodge. But he looks like he lives out there and he's just out here bullshitting, trying to collect some coins. And then you just have, and then a lot of times these people will hop in a van and just pull off and go somewhere. And But it just got so annoying. And what made me uh, angry was them coming down to the hood and pulling that shit. Um, down here where I stay at, down here near the uh, the, uh, the Walmart, and it's just you know it, a lot of these people are living paycheck to paycheck, or they're on a fixed income. You know what I'm saying? And you know these be the people who give the most. You know poor folks, cause they know what it's like to not have shit. So it's like, oh well, here let me give you let me give you this little three dollars here, and you know they just standing there just praying on folks. You know so. Um, we gonna see what happens and see if it's really, if these folks are really homeless, cause I, I doubt a lot of them are, you know, but to see the city do something fly like this is, is actually pretty dope. Man, so you know it's wild to me, I just looked up fucking, uh, the minimum wage of Nebraska and it brought up $9 an hour, which I, which I knew, I don't know why I was thinking eight twenty-five, but, um... So it was nine dollars an hour, but it also had the population of the fucking state. So the metropolitan, the Omaha metropolitan area alone is nine hundred and fifteen thousand people. Do you know in this whole big ass state of rolling hills and farmland, the population in the whole ass state of Nebraska is less than two million people? That is fucking crazy. Just in the metropolitan, Omaha metropolitan area alone, which includes like the other little bullshit ass cities that they call cities that still use fucking our trash services and shit like that. Uh, it's 915,000 people. That's fucking wild. That is wild. There's a lot of land here. A lot of fucking land here. And that's funny as fuck. There's only that many people here in this good state. And that's that's uh, 
that's going back to 2016 so we'll see if we crack that 2 million mark but I doubt it that's just fucking funny to me but also uh the city is uh has GPS trackers now on each one of the city trucks so we can see where the snow plows are at in real time on the website which is kind of dope but uh I don't know when that will be implemented because uh we had an ice storm this past uh what Tuesday and uh them, them they should not have them kids out my my lady had to go to work she's a teacher and um it was horrible that morning and she said she had so many students called out and i'm like rightfully so you know they, they shouldn't have had none of them kids out it was a full-on ice storm and my neighbors across the street somebody done slammed into their fucking mailbox and just shattered their post and then my neighbors down the street um their mailbox is just hanging on by a thread because somebody even slammed into that and they got tire marks all up on the curb into the grass and i'm just like man folks should not have been out i was lucky enough that i was off that tuesday morning but um let me stop ranting and raving about that shit but yeah those are the two two things i took away from the kind of state of address or whatever you want to call the shit uh that the mayor put out there and uh, I appreciate that, and it's going to be dope to see uh, these these glow up stories of people, you know, having a getting a chance to actually work, build their resume, and get a home, you know, um, an apartment, someplace to lay their head at, you know what I'm saying, and not have to look over their shoulder or you know uh, sleep in a shelter so that's going to be dope uh what else do i got on that good old summer jam screen oh shit when uh we went to see uh black panther this past weekend they uh played a trailer for a tv show tracy morgan has a tv show he teamed up with jordan peele and um it's starring and also it, so not only does tracy morgan you know created the show uh and produce it he's uh starring in it alongside tiffany haddish and cedric the entertainer and uh, it's called the last og and it's coming on tbs so i got a dvr this this shit looks funny as fuck so um yeah so it's basically about uh tracy morgan is coming home after a 15-year bid and he's coming home to Brooklyn and has been straight up gentrified. And the preview showed him walking up to two dudes, you know, they they standing on the on the corner and uh, you know, they they got on a gold chain, you know, just kinda dressed uh just in a real hip hopish way, kinda street life like and he, he walks up to him, he's like, Man, y'all don't need to be doing this. I was doing that too, you know, and then a white girl pulls up in a Uber or something she's like hey let's do brunch and then uh the, the the dudes are both gay and they're just like yeah and then they look at tracy and they're like excuse me and it is the funniest shit and he just he just don't know what the fuck going on so he got a couple of kids with tiffany haddish and uh, she done moved on she's dating some white dude and she got this office job so he's trying to win her back and it just looks funny as fuck so please make sure y'all support this brother i know he got all that money from that walmart truck hitting his bus his tour bus and shit like that but uh the show looks funny as fuck it looks hilarious and i know it's gonna be funny so make sure y'all check that out and my nigga hove are you gonna check that shit out don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen i smoke rocks i smoke rocks all right thank you so much tyrone biggums for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope 
So for selling hope like dope, we have to give it to uh, what's going on in the Corinne Gaines story. Uh, if y'all remember back in 2016, she was on uh, what was it Facebook Live or something like that, and uh, this is the young lady that was killed in Baltimore County, and uh, her son got shot too. Remember, it was like a long standoff, and uh, the guy just he just got fed up. Uh, what's that guy's name? He's a corporal now, uh, Royce uh, Ruby. He got frustrated and uh, opened fire on her and he shot the son in the cheek and the arm. And uh, so there was a civil case and this uh, happened in 2017, the civil case. And it was a jury of six women. Uh, they found that uh, the Corporal Royce Ruby, he did violate Corinne's and her son's civil rights. And they, uh, and, uh, and they awarded money in a wrongful death suit. Um, of 37 million dollars to uh, the son he gets like 32 million the daughter gets like 4 million and then the uh, the parents in the estate split up a uh, million dollars and it's a very large settlement and uh, it's, it's, it's good news but on top of that it makes you go back to uh, last year no not last year but 2016 when the fucking uh, Baltimore County State's Attorney, uh, Scott D. Schellenberger, he ruled the uh, shooting to be legally justified. You see what I'm saying? So this jury found that with the evidence and everything that was presented to them, that this uh, corporal, he was actually promoted last year, which shows you how corrupt what's go what the fuck is going on here. Um he got promoted after this this whole ordeal and it just shows just how fucked up the system is you know and this is a state's attorney so we really um need to get more this is the main reason we need to get involved more in local politics you know and what affects us directly um because we need to stop being in that whole you know begging and trying to show those in power our humanity and shit like that and we just need to change the system from within and hold the people who we who are voted in by us you know we need to hold them to the flame and i say that a lot and you know that's how this social system uh stays working and it is in place you know it tells you that your vote doesn't matter and you don't have any political power or any real political clout they say that you need these super PACs and things like that but not in local elections you know when it comes to uh nominating judges and getting uh state's attorneys elected and things like that you know but if you didn't have any political power or your vote didn't matter uh, they wouldn't try so hard to suppress your vote via these voter ID laws and gerrymandering that happens, you know, every so often in redrawing these districts so certain people uh, stay in office. So that's just something that we really have to think about. I know this child is going to be set for life. Uh, may Corinne rest in peace. Uh, but this is something he's going to have to deal with for the rest of his life. Hopefully he gets some, you know, they put that baby in some counseling and um you know hopefully um he will do great things with that money um it sucks it's coming out the taxpayers uh pocket it should be coming out of the police unions and people's pensions you know uh down at the station but you know it is what it is and you know it just shows uh what selling hope like dope looks like you know they tell you that it's legally justified then you 
then there's always a civil suit and there's always millions of dollars being shelled out um you know to families and it's it's crazy to see that and then you know hopefully uh, the family don't come out and try to forgive the cop and all this other bullshit uh, because he's sitting nice on a nice promotion and shit like that but um, rest in peace to her and uh, may her child uh, her son find some peace um, and uh, you know grow up to be a, a great man and a productive citizen you know just uh, be overall great that's really all I can say about that uh, but that's been selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so moving on to holding this l <clears throat> we have to give it to anybody out here who thinks that uh they're going to stop school shootings by uh texting me oh that's bogart um we should uh stop school shootings by fucking arming teachers so we're gonna stop guns with more guns okay so um what the fuck is wrong with y'all so an alabama representative will ainsworth of guntersville uh wants to propose a bill that would train and arm some teachers and administration administrators uh and he says and i quote our children are sitting ducks in gun-free schools and as the parent of three public school students I believe we must act now in order to prevent another tragedy. Help me out. What the fuck is a school resource officer for then? Why do we have that? How come in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, uh, particularly the 90s, did we have uh, metal detectors and uh, security guards with wands in the high schools and the hoods and junior highs? Huh? Help me the fuck out. So we want a school so we want do we do metal detectors in the white schools now in these suburb suburb schools suburban schools in these white flight areas um do we put in metal detectors we have school resource officers there already so now we want to arm the teachers and this motherfucker said our children are sitting ducks our children should be safe in school we shouldn't have to worry about some kid coming in there shooting the shit up or some grown crazy ass adult but we don't want to talk about the links to uh white supremacist groups and websites and things like that them being online just typing nigga 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 left and right we don't want to look into that we want to arm our teachers but when you talk about giving a teacher a raise, oh, fuck that. There's no money in the budget. Where the fuck we gonna find this money to arm these damn teachers? And why can't we just use that money to give them a raise? Okay? So now, you already got cops out here who are scared to do their fucking job. You know, there's articles floating around here talking about the uh, what happened down in Florida, the school resource officer there was outside not doing his job scared or some shit like that and how many stories have we heard about a cop fear for their life okay and uh you know are we going to get an influx if this passes and we start arming teachers are we going to get an influx of failed athletes uh failed uh recruits for the army to become teachers because they can't pass the psychological exam and the fitness exam to be a cop 
so they can they 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 trying to fail into some profession where they can hold a gun professionally and be paid for it so now we got to deal with fucking uh jared or chad who was a failed athlete in high school and did one year of community college and dropped out and then he tried to go to the police force couldn't do shit there so then he tried the army and they're like nah you too fucked up so now he wants to be a teacher a gym teacher at that so we want to arm this this douchebag right here with a short temper okay so he goes back to school and gets his degree you know somehow he toughs it out because you know c's get degrees and he does the bare minimum to get his degree in physical education and now he walking around here he done took a one-day class a concealed carry class or a two-day class and now he out here thinking he billy badass and he's just waiting on some fucking punk to try him and then he blows the brains out of some goth kid in a trench coat because he thought that that kid had a gun but he really didn't think that he just didn't like the kid at all you know he's just been having a tough day fuck out of here you telling me that the solution to gun violence in schools is to add more guns to the school just to wage war on school turf i mean right now i'm gonna tell white folks something uh, y'all better off just having your kids go to inner city schools with uh, blacks and Mexicans. That's it. I mean, they're going to be safer. And they're going to be a hell of a lot tougher, too. I'm telling white folks this right now. Just have them go to an inner city school with blacks and Mexicans. They might, you know, get bullied a little bit, but it's just going to make them have tougher skin. They ain't going to get their blowns br- blown out by fucking B-Rad, you know. Some guy who just sits up on uh, 4chan, niggering it up left and right, and on Xbox Live, uh, just saying that you play like a nigger, just just niggering it up all over social media and everywhere, you know, running around in a damn MAGA hat. You know, you gotta worry about that now. But just send, send just send your kids to a black school. That, that's all you gotta do. They be all right. It's already fucking 45 cops out there because they think them kids gonna do something. You know, they policing the wrong folks. And it looks like today there was another uh, mass shooting or school shooting. My bad, I'm tripping. There wasn't another shooting. There was a threat of uh, of something going on here in Omaha. I was about to, thought I was on some hot breaking news or some shit. But police are investigating some kind of threat that's supposedly flying around on teeny bopper social media in omaha so teen omaha but you know what's funny about the uh, school resource officer uh he's resigning um yeah that that is crazy uh scott israel uh said the deputy uh, scott peterson resigned after being suspended without pay um he reportedly stood outside the building for about four minutes during the massacre 17 people were killed but we want to arm the teachers and uh have them be fucking rambo or fucking um i don't know uh fucking uh black widow you know from the avengers that's that's what we want right now that's what we want to do we want to arm mrs kabapo and then there was some uh there's some story story talking about uh there was an interview with an armed teacher talking about why not give us a chance to fight back 
Bitch, you a teacher. Like, like, are we really having this argument? This is, this is just so fucking wild that we want to combat, you know, school shootings by arming teachers, gun violence with more guns. Do you see how these motherfuckers thinks? This is the craziest shit ever. I don't even know why we even having this conversation. Like, how can you be that fucking stupid? to you know hey we having all these shootings happen at these schools well let's you know see what the pattern is here no we don't want to look at the causes and the pattern we just want to be like oh well let's arm the teachers let's arms let's arm the janitors you know and then when you find out fucking uh mr campbell the uh, science teacher then blew his brains out in the parking lot because he didn't get a raise again this year you know for the fucking fourth straight year then we're gonna be like oh well should we really be arming teachers you know it's just like what the flying fuck what is wrong with america and i will say this with all honesty we had a good ass run especially white folks in america y'all had a hell of a run america had a great run white folks here had a hell of a run but it's 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 time for that titanic music to start playing you know when the ship is going down because this is just the fucking shit show we are having serious debates about arming teachers this is wild like all of america just has to hold this l like how the fuck did we get here this is disgusting this is just we are the cesspool of the world right now fucking disgusting you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes uh first things first we have to give it to first national bank of omaha they have said they are going to discontinue their relationship with the nra um they you they make the uh, nra logo visa debit cards and this is one of my banks so shout out to them uh Kevin Langan, a uh, First National Bank spokesman, said that customer feedback has caused us to review our relationship with the NRA. And as a result, First National Bank of Omaha will not renew its contract with the National Rifle Association to issue the NRA Visa card. So that's pretty dope. Uh, people probably just been hitting them up left and right. And there has been campaigns going on all, all through the internet to uh, basically hit the NRA in its pockets to uh, any place of business that does business with the NRA to shun them, any uh, politicians uh, to publicly shame them and get them up out of office, especially with these 2018 midterms coming up. And uh, yeah, you know, shout out to the people who just kept who stayed on first national bank's neck you know and then also me and the wife i said earlier to, uh in the podcast that uh we went and saw black panther right so we go over to council tucky to see it uh we saw it on sunday i got off early enough which was a miracle in itself to catch a nine o'clock showing bought tickets early and uh you know i always buy corner tickets right by the aisle so we can just always get up and get the fuck out of there you never know what's gonna happen and uh my wife likes it because there's like a single seat there like we do the rec you know the places that have the recliner seats and that one has two armrests there so she likes to be there then i don't mind sitting next to people it don't bother me at all and sharing the armrest usually we get there early enough so i can claim that middle armrest 
and uh it was funny because uh you know i'm just like you know the, it, we're getting we got there about 30 minutes early got our popcorn and our treats and everything like that and we sit down and it's getting close to showtime and ain't nobody sat next to us we looked at the fandango app and we see that the seats are taken and we're thinking oh maybe these folks gonna show up a little bit later or like they just said fuck it and they're not gonna come at all but lo and behold it was a whole ass family and uh the the mother of the group she uh knew the people in front of us and you know it hasn't started the previews haven't started and she's up here you know patting them all in the head in the row in front of us and you know and i'm just like fuck it's gonna be just you know you know i think she's gonna be under control and then the previews start and she starts you know whispering to her daughter her teenage daughter and then every time something cute or funny happens she sticks her hands out she claps and i'm like do you need to fucking clap at everything this is so fucking selfish you're sharing this experience with your whole fucking role here and you up here just doing all these wild hand gestures and shit and i'm just like fuck so my wife is like do you want to switch seats and i'm like no i'll just tough it out and uh so the movie is starting and then here comes another whole ass family here comes the the mama with a car seat with a little baby in it and then here comes the daddy with a a a fucking toddler and this little dude look like he's about two years old and i'm just like oh so we gonna have to deal with a baby and a toddler okay that's cool but luckily they was already in the they went all the way back to the last row and uh so we watched the movie you know i liked it my wife loved it uh she uh she was like they could have did a better job with the villain uh killmonger because she a you know she related to him more than t'challa because she understood where he was coming from and uh she understood his frustrations and i was the same way and i'm just like you know it's very selfish of these uh wakandans to just be sitting on this and just be chilling and like oh we just got to protect your own but it's just like well you know your folks are suffering globally you got this amazing technology that could change all that you know the only thing that i didn't agree with with killmonger and i don't know if my wife felt like this but um you know he wanted to become the oppressor you know i didn't agree with that i agree with the eye for the eye shit but i don't agree with somebody wanting to become the oppressor i feel like you can over you you use what you have to overthrow the system and then you implement a system of justice you know and the system of justice looks like giving equity to those who have been robbed you know so that's that's what i thought with the whole killmonger thing like he had uh, he had a very 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 great cause he did but it just gave me the impression that he wanted to become the oppressor you know it kind of reminded me of uh you know the hoteps when uh well they i'm gonna call them fake hoteps when they were trying to align with the alt-right and it was just like oh so you really want to be the oppressor you know you want to you want to be aligned with power and you know start oppressing folks you know what i'm saying so that's what kind of threw me off a little bit about killmonger but other than that he was a dope villain but i would say he was more of an anti-hero or more of a realist than a villain and uh but yeah it was a dope movie great movie you know my wife is just tearing up and she's talking about how her class would love it 
And, um, you know, and so what did she do? She started up a, co- a campaign online, uh, a donor's shoes campaign. And uh, she uh, basically came up with a way to uh, implement it into learning. So her class, you know, so she drew up a campaign, an online campaign, you know, kind of like a GoFundMe, but it's for teachers. And uh, I believe it's for teachers. And she you know basically created a curriculum around the movie black panther uh so her students could go see it so she wasn't sure how it was going to take off and um and she put it on her facebook and i shared it and it got funded it was the dopest thing you know it got funded just same night and uh it got funded to the point where the other uh fourth grade class at her school could go also so the whole fourth grade next week is going to see Black Panther, which is dope because in the end of March, they're actually going to go and see Hidden Figures. I wish it was Hidden Colors, but they're going to go see Hidden Figures at the end of the month also and uh, learn about the uh, the women who actually help with the uh, NASA program. Uh, so these kids are in for a treat so that I think that was just dope of my wife to you know create that campaign because she didn't know how it was going to take off and honestly if it wasn't going to take off you know if it was some people who like did like little three dollars here four dollars here you know just giving what they can if, and if it didn't get funded I honestly I was just gonna fund up I was just gonna like boom here here's the money you know for a class but it was dope to see how many people uh, donated to it and I appreciate people on my end who donated um and even just shared it you know so that was just dope and people I had people hit me up numerous people hit me up was like you know um how much can I give you know because it, it really wasn't that much you know to take those kids to see that movie but um yeah it was dope to see that she got enough funding that the other a fourth grade class could go and um just this will be something that these kids will remember and they'll love it and uh she uh showed me a video of of the uh, class reaction when she told them at the end of the day and them kids went crazy because only one student in her class actually seen the movie so uh that that's pretty fucking dope so i'm excited for them little ones to go see that and um yeah it's 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 going to change um you know how they see themselves and not not even that it's not even gonna be it will be a confidence boost you know for them little kids but also on top of that this will be something that they will remember well into their adult life you know because there's many situations where i remember uh teachers doing special things for me and i still get that warm feeling inside you know so um that's just dope you know it's just an amazing thing my wife's an amazing teacher and uh you know she makes sure that these kids have positive imagery and my wife's a little petty too you know she still has a picture of president barack obama up in her classroom she will not put up a picture of trump (laughs) but when i was helping her set up her classroom this year uh well back in the summer and i just looked at the books that she had and just the diverse a collection of books because we go to Barnes and Noble and you know she's always picking up a book here and there and stuff like that but I just didn't know that library was that diverse that she has in her classroom and that's just something so damn important and she has a pretty diverse group this year too 
of all nationalities, which is pretty dope. So it's you got black, white, yellow, brown. I mean, you got kid ESL kids. So she has a very, very diverse group. Looks like a little, little United Nations group. But they are going to be so hyped to go see that movie and to have a good ass time. And uh, and it's just amazing that the other fourth grade class could see it. And she was telling me that. Uh, that the fifth graders uh were just just tight they were they were so angry and i think that is just the coolest thing for these little ones the ones that's younger to you know actually have a leg up on the older kids i think that's just the coolest thing and i know their backs are just straight and their heads to the ceilings and they just out here like yeah so what and so i just you know i'm I'm, I'm amazed i'm always amazed by my by my lady and uh just how she bends over backwards for these kids even if you know she has a, a tough group i'm not gonna say a difficult group or a bad group but if she has a tough group of kids i mean she still just just loves them to death and it's it's uh, always amazing to hear her stories and what they did and she always makes learning so fun for them and you know i know uh i know people would kill to have my wife as a teacher you know for when they were growing up so just shout out to her um shout out to everybody that donated um shout out to everybody that shared the links and um you know it's just nothing but love and respect to y'all y'all true heroes and these kids will greatly appreciate it they will greatly appreciate it they will remember it and uh you know and i truly believe that this group you know will definitely grow up to be productive citizens you know of uh, our society all right so moving on to health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth and this quote is fitting it comes from uh, malcolm x brother malcolm um you know, celebrating his uh is uh, not celebrating it, but remembering this brother on his death date. Um, it's a quote from him, and it says, uh, they put your mind right in a bag and take it wherever they want. So uh, why did I choose this quote? Um, I want y'all to really critically think about what's going on right now here in America and what's going on in your situation. Um, just really 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 just uh just really sit down and think i remember i was watching american gangster um, on blu-ray and it had a special um uh like interview with like front the real frank lucas and he was talking about how if you just sit there and think just you know in a quiet room no distractions nothing you just think you know you kind of drown everything out and you just think you'll come up with a plan and a solution so i want y'all to start doing that um and just take in all the facts the so-called facts that's being thrown at you and solutions and just critically think about it uh, there's a brother named Millie fuller who is one of the the greatest critical thinkers of our time and uh he's he's a very brilliant man and he he's just a, a just a great critical thinker like just you know he's the he's one of the first people to, to recognize racism as a whole system um just a very bright man and uh you know if y'all can listen to his uh some of his uh stuff on youtube do that it's kind of tough because uh, a lot of times they let those callers who call into his show ramble and go on and on but he puts stuff in such a way 
it's so simple that it's complex you know it's complex simplicity and i would really like to get to that point and i'm working on being a critical thinker myself and uh, i want y'all to be some very critical thinkers don't jump to conclusions and just don't jump out the window but really you know take in the information that's being thrown at you and then just really think about it just really sit on it think i don't want you to dwell on it but just think and unlock uh the correct answer so that's what i'm gonna leave y'all with this week and i will see y'all next week and you know that i love y'all and i have nothing but respect for y'all and uh you know questions comments feedback uh always you know shoot me an email at doragsandboatshoes at gmail.com and i will see y'all next damn week one